the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, right here on my talk of 1071 Everything Entertainment. Well, this week we've had a lot of fun talking about the Willy Wonka pop up people in Scotland who tried to put on an event for kids. They charged about $45 in, you know, U.S. dollars a pop to get into this experience that was supposed to be all Willy Wonka. Yeah. And it was just like two guys and some AI generated crap and then a bunch of Party City wigs. It was not I mean, good. It was a hot mess express. Yeah. And uh, you can find in our show links page links to those pictures from the previous week if you sift through those. And it's just like, or just search the internet, put Willy Wonka. I'm say in. go on Twitter yeah. and you'll be enjoying life. And the actors have spoken out in their great Scottish accents saying, like, this is crap. You know, they got scripts the day before. Like, 15 pages of monologues for the Willy Wonka. The thing I loved about it, though, is that, like, the actors were very earnest, and they were actually really, they seem, you know, what is a qualified actor for this type of job? It's probably a low bar, but um, they actually seem like pretty thoughtful, you know, quality uh, actors, because they all approached it seriously, at least, you know, the few that we've seen uh, who've addressed the situation on social media, and you just feel bad for them. But also kind of, you know, grateful because in a way they've gotten a whole bunch of visibility. Yes. And they also um, now have a chance to make it good, which we hope that they do. Now, I've heard that they're going to refund the tickets or or the ticket price well but everything i've read says like that. the that people are still waiting there for their refunds okay. there was a an article about how the actors themselves have not gotten paid and they're a little miffed about the experience oh, so for the love of god yeah, i i would just say i feel like this is not gonna you know this is not gonna be their best uh acting gig maybe they blew all their budget on those big they're not even animatronics but you know, the the little, it was just too much space. It was in this warehouse. It animatronics. Was spread, That's cute. I not mean, animatronics. I said like, not animatronics. Yeah, it was like literally garbage. But it was, when you look at like, if you were to want like plasticky Wonka large mushrooms and, you know, like a big chocolate bar that looks like it would come from a theme park, I guess. They probably blew a lot of their budget on that and then realized, oh, we don't have any more money. Yeah. I feel like they thought they were going to get away on the cheap on this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who knows how much they made. But there's also talk that that the parents are going to get together and put together a real Wonka experience for the kids. (laughs) And um, I'm like, wow, well, okay. Or you could just say, learn this lesson, kids. Well, or I feel like these kids, because of the days in which they are growing up, this is probably the best thing that could have ever happened to them because they will be able to look back on this and say, when they're adults, I was one of the kids at the Willy Wonka experience. I know. You know, like they will have a lauded place in internet history. I did feel bad for that dad who said he traveled two hours to get to Glasgow and um, that's what they showed up for a 15 minute experience. It was total crap. And then when you watch the kids, they actually like went through it. The fact that they like, you know, the actors stuck the landing. I mean, it was again, it was ramshackle to be sure, but they sold it the whole way. They were like, Ooh, you know, playing the part as best they could with very little in the way of help. 
Right. So they didn't get chocolate. They got one jelly bean <laughs> and then like a third of a cup of like lemonade from from uh, Tesco, which is basically a grocery store uh, in the UK. Um, and it was a, every 15 minutes they were letting people in, which means it was a 15 minute experience yeah. that the actors had to completely improv and try to make good. Oh, God, I just would have died. I would have had hives that day as an actor. Just like, great. I have to go in and do this thing. Uh, well, somebody else who has experience in um, fraudulent festivals or 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 things. Fraud the, in general. Fraud. Uh, the dude from the fire festival. Uh, hopefully everybody's watched those documentaries on Hulu and Netflix that are about the fire festival, which is just was the biggest S show ever, you know, lots of money put into going there and then it was just from beginning to end the worst. So what's this dude got to say about? Yeah. Stuff? Like he, he was just jealous. He didn't get to screw people out of a bunch of money. So he's out of prison now, Billy McFarland. He spent three years in jail for committing these crimes and he just so happened to be on the street and there just so happened to be a TMZ reporter out oh, there sure. to ask him yeah, sure he what he thought about minding it. his own business uh-huh what advice do you give to the organizers of that event like oh, you know man. like uh, one you got to find a plan to make it up for the kids but two once you do that I will hire you do the really mock experience at fire two for adults but <laughs> fix it for the kids first and then come join the team I think what's interesting, though, is how AI kind of created the whole experience. I thought the flyer was genius, but it also shows how AI can go wrong. Um, but yeah, guys, fix it. Make it up to the kids. Then you have a job at Fire 2. We'll give you the guardrails. <laughs> no. and you, can, you can do what you dreamed of. And yeah, I think like my biggest mistake was trying to do what I didn't know how to do and getting help to do it. So parents, guys, I wish you luck, but yeah, find some good support to make this happen. Find some professionals. Find some professionals, please. <laughs> so when is it happening? Like, what are the dates? We're, we're, we're around a year away. My partners, not me, will be announcing the date soon. So ah. they, they put me in a box and I can, you know, do my little marketing stunts, but have professionals who are actually executing everything. Love that. Yeah. Professionals. Professionals. Keyword. <laughs> So in all of that, he seems pretty humble about the fact that he screwed up like he was, uh, you know, at, I still think the guy is shady. And so his his partners, whoever they are, decide to just take yeah, him I, out just, of the who are these people that want to be involved. I think I wonder if it's just like this was such a crap carnival that like, why not? You know, if you've got a bunch of money lying around, you're going to, I don't know, roll the dice again. Yeah. I mean, it was such a big deal. People love to be in the mix of things that could go viral. So influencers will probably be back. I doubt if they're going to get any big celebrities, though. And from what I heard, it's somewhere in, it just says the Caribbean. Um, so I've heard the Caribbean says you're not allowed here. Like the whole Caribbean. <laughs> anywhere. He doesn't have anywhere to do this festival. Yeah. They're not letting him do it. So we'll just have to say the pre-sale for the fire festival. Unfortunately, you guys, that ended two days ago. Mm. So we're not getting Mike, are you Did you go? hear what he claims they made in pre-sale tickets? No. He came out yesterday in a Instagram post and said, We've made $110 million in pre-sale tickets. Wow. So we're what? ready to go. Oh, That's insane. Who gosh. are these people? Who are the shadow investors? Fool me investors? once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Um, that's a lot of money. It is. Now, the I see that the pre-sale, the final pre-sale, the highest access, which is called Prometheus, 
The price tag for that one was $1,022,000. No. <laughs> People, come on now. Nothing is worth that. Absolutely zero I mean, is worth that. You could do a world cruise for a couple of years. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Oh. Zero chance. Would you go to Fire Festival? Um, I would if I didn't have to pay for any of it and I had a way out. Like I also had a hotel room. So basically, and you're access not doing to it. a bathroom and real food. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not worth it. Mike? Oh, I'd absolutely. You would? Yeah. All yeah. right, Mike. Just send. to say we did it. And Can yeah. we send Mike? Yeah, that's what I mean. All right. Send me. Well, maybe. Uh, well, you have to be on a waiting list now because it says that all of the pre sale is gone. Well, maybe we'll, we'll get you a media pass. Tickets at some point here. Yeah, get a media pass. We'll get pass. you a media pass. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be approved for some reason. Well, I think Mike's approvable. I oh, think we. Totally. Yeah. If they got $110 million in pre sale tickets, they're going to get some big, big acts there. Yeah, you would imagine, <laughs> but that just makes me question the numbers. I yeah, just want to look at the receipts. At yeah, I want to look at the receipts. You can um, actually, we could advertise for the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Oh my god! Like we can click on. I want awareness for my brand, company, or product. And I wonder if I. And it says, "What are your goals?" I have to. Tell you, <laughs> we really should apply for this and just see how far we yeah, get. Why not? Let's do it. All right, when we come back, what we are also going to do is catch up with none other than fitness fanatic and felon, (laughs) Ghislaine Maxwell. What? Yeah, no, she's in headlines for her fitness. I know we shouldn't care, but this story is so bizarre. I have to share it with you when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, are you thinking about buying a home or maybe refinancing? Well, let me introduce you to David from First Equity Mortgage. You know David. Well, it's a great time to buy a home, especially with David and his team. And if you've ever felt like intimidated or unsure of what you're signing, maybe in the past when you bought a home, just know that David is there for you. He prides himself and his team on prompt responses, explaining the process and even helping first time home buyers get their ducks in a row. Um, here's some testimonials. Some uh, customers who worked with one of his loan officers, Derek, says, Derek, he is our go to man for the last mortgage we wanted and the last three mortgages. Kind, knowledgeable, thorough, professional. We will recommend him to anyone and everyone we know. That's awesome. So if you're thinking about refinancing, call David. We actually did that with David a couple of years ago, and we were really happy with the results. So do what dozens of my talkers have already done. Call David and his team, 763-251-8000, or my talk keyword David. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic 
is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Welcome back. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk, 107.1. It's Friday. Hope you're in a good mood. We hope to put you in a good mood. Uh, And we have actually a lot more to offer you because we're doing six hours today of our Six show whole hours and we are just an hour and 20 minutes down Don. so we've got plenty of show for the listener but there's lots to talk about oh especially yeah especially somebody who is behind bars we don't love her we don't know her but we're going to talk about her Ghislaine you remember Ghislaine Maxwell right on mm-hmm. she was the right hand woman of one Jeffrey Epstein ew uh, for a number of reasons, and that's to put it very mildly. But uh, without going into too much detail, I need to tell you about Ghislaine Maxwell's latest endeavor behind bars. She is in prison running a half marathon. Okay. Is is she doing it? Um, is this set up by the prison or oh, yeah. what? Okay. No, it's a Florida prison half marathon. Okay. Now, ahead of her uh, marathon, she's been doing yoga and Pilates. She's very mm-hmm. fitness focused. I know, I know that look on your face is what the actual belief. Well, I only know this because page six caught up with Ghislaine mm-hmm. while she was out one day in the prison yard, getting ready for a marathon, stretching and kicking, wearing some sweats. And uh, she was like, hey, you guys want to know what I'm doing? And they were like, sure. And so she went into this whole long story about her half marathon. Okay. Actually, I made that all up. But I just had an image of her like (laughs) through the gate, like through the the chain link fence, you know, with the barbed wire on top, having a little interview. Yeah. um, I mean, it could it could happen. But I will say. The only reason we're talking about any of this is I guess there's an appeal coming up for her. And I don't know if they're trying to get like, you know, good press for her. It's just gross. Whatever. Anyway, according to page six, there is a race at the Federal Correctional Institution in Tallahassee. 19 inmates ran 52 times around the prison's track, which covered, of course, just under half a marathon. Okay. Um, so she, you know, I, I'm like the whole time I'm reading this, I'm thinking to myself now, look, people in correctional institutions should be allowed to, you know, have access to the outside and be fit and whatever, right. Be healthy, all that stuff. But like when it comes to Ghislaine Maxwell, particularly, do we really need to have stories about how she's working on her fitness? (laughs) I don't think so, but, um, I just want to know. It's like she's getting free Pilates and yoga in yeah. prison. That's the thing that made me go, wait a minute here. I yeah. want to do both of those you things. You get a deal for that here at work. Oh, okay. But she gets to do it for free. And another note I have. Yeah. Should prisons be teaching and encouraging prisoners to run? Yeah, that's a good point. You want them to stay still. Yeah. And not go the distance. So if they do now, somehow make it out through a crack in the wall, yeah. you're not going to catch them because you did marathons with Look, them. Look, you're thinking they should hire you for the Correctional Facility Board of <sighs> yes. Regents. Oh. 
Yeah, I could be on an advisory panel. Would you do me a favor, though, and make sure that Todd Chrisley can get his sixth uh, cans of tuna? Well, he wanted more than that. But well, that's what I'm saying. He wanted more. So, so I'm you're saying... talking about high. Yes, I can uh, negotiate that, I guess. Uh, only if he's a good boy. Uh, we did talk to Ghislaine Maxwell's defense attorney, Arthur Adela. I'm probably saying that incorrectly. And he just wanted us to know that she looks great. She really did. Typically, her clients who are in or his clients who are incarcerated for an extended period tend to gain weight Mm. and uh, their diet in prison is primarily carbohydrates. So she doesn't get to do the keto that she would like to. But he said she's looking real, you know, slim and trim. Great. I'm sure she wants to keep her mind occupied. Yeah, like I would just like to remind you, she's at a low security correctional institution serving a 20 year sentence for sex trafficking. Thank you. Of underage women and heinous acts. Uh, I remember there were reports that she like held doors closed where women could not get out. Um, I think that was in part of the lawsuits there. Yeah, so. and like participated in the behavior. I yeah, mean, it's a lot. True. It's so a it's lot. just then I go back Low to like security? page six, page six. Like again, correctional facilities, America, whatever. Uh, we don't have time. <laughs> but yeah. page six, we can focus on here on the show because that's kind of our bailiwick. Um, do we really need to focus on? Ghislaine Maxwell's fitness routine? Yeah, I don't think so. Next week, she's going to be uh, signing up for the CrossFit Invitational. Oh, my gosh. I CrossFit wonder Open, if... which actually starts tonight. Oh, are you going to be in no. it? No, because I'm going to be gone for two weekends. It's three weekends. Nobody cares. But if you do CrossFit, you know, like, there's three weeks. You're doing three different workouts. That first one is tonight. Um, a lot of wads. It's a lot of wadding. Yep. And uh, I have to do Lori and Julia, so I'm not going to make it, sadly. Okay. So basically, Lori and Julia ruined my <laughs> your CrossFit, my CrossFit chances. <laughs> I could have placed probably oh. in the top 100,000 people, millions. Okay. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, where was I going with that? Ghislaine Maxwell doesn't do CrossFit. Well, not now. <laughs> That but we know you of. never know. Oh, God. Okay. I don't. I wonder if they have like a timed challenge. Like, do they have first, second, timed and third? challenge? What like, to like? For the marathon. I wonder if it's like, it's not just, hey, you finish, who's a participant? Oh, I'm sure they got ribbon. timed. Uh, I mean, are they competing they got the with little other chips prisons? In their shoe. Yeah. Other prisons? The only thing is they have an ankle bracelet. Yeah. And so they don't need the little chip. You know how we had the wristband? Yeah. And when we cross the mm-hmm. marathon thing, it goes boop, boop. Mm-hmm. They just have the wristband or the the ankle bracelet. Ankle bracelet yeah. Oh God! Well, no, but maybe they do compete against other prisoners. I mean, again, I think like, hey, if you want to run in circles, there are worse things people could do in prison. That's true. I would, if it was fifty-two times around, I would lose track and then panic that I've lost track of the times. Like somebody would have to count for me. You'd have to get like. I'd your, be like, "Oh my god, am I on thirty-eight or Hey 37? Ethel, what round am I on? And Ethel's the, <laughs> just smoking ciggies. Yeah, yeah over 34. there, thirty-four, and then like lifting weights. Thirty-five. <laughs> I would be dead last. I'm telling you, I'm well, not a hey. runner. 
Don't go to prison then, Don. Yeah, maybe if I was Don't go to prison and people, you won't be last. Okay, fine. I won't. Jeez, I had a good weekend plan, but... Did you? <sighs> yeah. You were going to get arrested? Mm, I don't know. Please Actually, don't. I'm just making you got to be here on Monday. Okay. Hey, um, when we come back, we're going to food jail, but it's not jail. It's the opposite of jail. Porn? Food porn! <laughs> when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. You know Alight. I love Alight. I've loved them for years. They're an amazing organization based right here in the Twin Cities, spreading out across the globe to help those who are displaced. Now, I want to tell you about something fun they're doing for International Women's Day. It's just around the corner. This is on Thursday, March 7th. They're hosting Stand Up With Women Comedy Night at Indeed Brewing. Some fabulous local comedians uh, hosted by the wonderful, the beautiful Carla Holt from Care 11. You don't want to miss the fun. Invite a bunch of friends. It's Thursday, March 7th. There's a 6 o'clock and an 8 o'clock show, but space is super duper limited. So uh, I want you to act fast. Proceeds, the best part, proceeds benefit a light's work with more than a million refugees and displaced women across the world. To get tickets, text a light. That's A L I G H T to 24365. That's a light to 24365. And thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome back to the show. The Adventures of Bradley and Don right here on My Talk 1071. Um, it's Friday, and this is going to be such a fun, fun Friday for us because we are going to be hosting the Lori and Julia show as a punishment today for losing in pickleball. But that will be from 3 to 6. And right now, this is our food porn segment number one. Pizza. You don't smell pizza, Dawn. You what? smell pizza. I, it's a deafening sound of sizzling. <laughs> I was like, God, that's really loud. Oh. Uh, Chitza, Dawn. You yeah. smell chitza. What smell. is chitza? It ain't pizza, and it's not chicken. It's chitza. That's fantastic. This is KFC's new item they finally brought to the United States. Chicken pizza, finally. It's been in Philippines. It's been in Korea, India, Thailand, Germany, Spain, Mexico. But finally, in the year 2023, God, eight years after this thing first debuted in the Philippines, we've finally gotten it in the United States. Thanks for playing with us, Chitza. Um, It's sitting before us right now. 
And I got to tell you, it smells real good. It sure does. So looks real good. I did have to run it through the microwave for about a minute because it was sitting patiently. Yeah, that's waiting fine. for us because uh, the good delivery people at DoorDash made sure it was earlier than it should have been, um, which is better than late. Now, do you have feelings about chitza at all before you stick it in your pie hole? Well, I'd like to describe what it is, if you don't know. Uh, First, it's a KFC piece of fried chicken. I don't know if it's original recipe or extra crispy. It looks like original. Then they slathered some some pasta sauce on it. Pizza sauce, perhaps? Pizza sauce. Sure. Same thing, right? Pizza sauce, pasta sauce. You know, sauce. Sauce. And then they put mozzarella cheese on it and some pepperoni. It's really simple. So it's basically the the crust is chicken. So it's pizza, but the crust is fried chicken. That's right. All right. Uh, I think it smells amazing. Dawn, how do you think it looks? I think it looks okay. It doesn't look disgusting, which sometimes you open we open up these boxes of food. <laughs> it's true. And we go, wow, that does not look appealing. No, it looks like what it is, which is a piece of fried chicken with uh, pizza gunk on top. And uh, Mike, how you feeling about the chitza? Uh, I feel like KFC normally does stunt food well, like the double down. We oh, really man. both enjoyed. That was real good. And um, I think I'm excited about this. I've and got it's a high hefty hopes. piece of real chicken. It looks like that's what I or love. At least about real it. KFC chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, you guys want to shove it in your okay, pie holes and take go. take a chomp or two of the chitza. Only available for a limited time. Although some tells me if it's good enough, they'll bring it back. Uh oh, Dawn's throwing her hands up. Oh my lord! This Praise Jesus! This ain't going anywhere soon. Mmm. That's real good. That is so simple and so good. You know what that is? It's damn good. What is it? That's like chicken parmesan. Yep. Yeah. Right. Basically, you're That's right. That's basically what it is. I mean. Nothing the Italians would call chicken parmesan. With pepperonis. Yeah. And pepperonis make everything better. Let's be clear. When it first comes uh, across the counter, Uh it's probably a lot crispier. Mm. Oh my gosh. That sauce is real good. Mm -hmm. You have to have good sauce that isn't too sweet. It's spicy enough, but not too spicy. Mmm. That is, it is very satisfying. Now, here's the thing. Here's what I know somebody will criticize, because this does not bother me, but somebody will criticize the salt. Yeah. It is real salty. Sure. Oh. But to me, you get the crunch from the crust. It's a juicy piece of chicken. Benefit, no bone. And then, I mean, I would go for maybe even more cheese, but... I would say, like... The piece I have didn't have a ton of cheese on it. I know that the... The mm. regular size, they have a smaller size also for seven ninety nine, and this one was eleven ninety nine. It's, it's like two pe- four two big, big pieces, four big hunks. Yeah, two breasts that are cut in half. Right, and I would say for that, when it comes to fast food prices, and you feel full with just, I would feel full with just this. I wouldn't have to get a side, but it would be good mashed potatoes. I'll oh, throw yeah. that in. I mean, too. why not coleslaw? The whole. Yeah, you want all, all the fixings. <laughs> I just love how real a good piece of KFC chicken right? tastes like compared tastes to like, other fast food uh-huh. chicken. That's true. They know what they're this doing. This is just over there. so so hearty and mm-hmm. good and hearty. Wow, and juicy. Mm-hmm. No, well, and crispy, top and moist. Ah, okay, enough of that. Wet. Now. 
Oh, it's not wet. So that's what's good. I was worried. You know how some uh, pizza sauce can be watery? Mm. Um, it's not, it didn't end up Mm-mm. making the piece of chicken not crispy and wet. It's not too wet. And frankly, they could put more sauce on. I'd be fine. Yeah. Or give you some dipping sauce. Oh my gosh. What? You're greedy over there. I mean, isn't this enough? And this is such a simple version of this. There's so many more layers you can go. Like you can make different types of pizza with this yeah. and add different toppings. Sausage. Throw some olives on there, some sausage. Olives, I think, would give it a really nice Don't do kick. Hawaiian, though, like they did in well, some no. countries. <laughs> yeah, some of the other countries. We watched like eight or nine commercials from different countries of this pizza. Uh, some of them had like jalapenos on them and just other things that would complement the culture, whichever place that they were coming from but this is really great very simple Man. hawaiian pizza is neither hawaiian nor, nor pizza. pizza um no that was great uh while you were talking i just finished my bite so i'm i'm giving that a big solid four and a half what do you guys think oh the, um i am giving that also a four and a half especially for especially for fast food it feels like a homemade meal you know so you would give it four and a half as well? Yes. Yeah, definitely yes. yummy. For fast food, stunt food, like I don't remember, I think I might have given the double down a five. Mm. This is a 4.8. All right. This wow. is right yeah. there with it. I think it's, so the one, th- I think I would go for a double down first. Yep. That's, yep. Mostly because sure. you got to be in a pizza mood. Yeah. You have to be like ready for, which let's be clear, that's probably most days for me. So that's <laughs> not like a complicated <laughs> order, but it's definitely going to, direct your mouth for the entire meal like the flavors of pizza right like it's just going to be like you're going to taste pizza in everything you eat for that meal so i think the double down is a little more like you want to be friends with the double down you'd want to have an affair with the pizza oh nice analogy Mm -hmm. uh i just need a big glass of milk now i feel like i want a coke i need some like if you're thirsty, a Coke. Yeah. If you're thirsty. I just want a nice sparkly <laughs> beverage in my mouth. Well, we have that, those here. To cut that salt. Well. You can run downstairs. I can go get one for you. No. If you want. You guys want some sodas? I'll just. Yeah. Sorry. Dawn can't be on the show right now. She's running to get a soda. <laughs> hey, we're just trying to get through this day. Let's be honest. Six hours. Okay. So let's just recap for yeah. the audience. The KFC Chitza. I would say this is a run. Go try it. If you. Yeah. We're the least bit, because again, stunt, fast food, a lot of times we're going to be like, meh, you don't need to waste your time or money on that. I would waste your time and money. And by the way, it's not a waste because it tastes pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was concentrating oh, yeah, on I eating. I asked what you a question, question as you were eating food. No, what did you ask me? Run, don't walk. Run, don't walk. To cheats the town. Because this is a limited time? Well, allegedly for now it says limited but I don't know what the extent to the limit is. All I can say is it's pretty darn good. I'm just going through this. I don't see a date. So, yeah. But anyway, if you want it, you know, go get it. I would also like to say I'm somebody who like I don't like th- like it when things are too spicy because I feel like I don't taste anything else but just the hot. And now the aftertaste is pretty spicy, but as I was eating it, I didn't really notice. So it's a good spicy, is what I'm saying. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think what that is in my mouth. I, I'm I'm trying to. Is it oregano? I have something aftertaste. Yeah, I do. Like Italian seasoning. Let's just, can we talk about these bowls that they do, which is just kind of like the leftovers they throw into a bowl. Uh, I don't think I've ever had those. It's like mashed potato bowls, it's mashed right? Mashed potatoes and corn and macaroni and cheese. Corn, it looks Dan. Like. Corn. Yummy. Mac and cheese. I mean, maybe it is good, but it kind of smashed potato bowl. I don't know. That wouldn't be for me, but. All right. Well, thanks for putting in your order. I'm just saying. Please go out and support this so it sticks around. Yeah. And then I want the barbecue. I want the like Ooh. bacon ranch version of this. Okay, what can we call yeah, like a rodeo? A... Oh, Don's making a face. Okay, why are you making a face? Rodeo cheetah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you wouldn't call it cheetah. What would it be? Just a rodeo churger. But that's a burger. Well, and this is chicken, chicken. burger. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, so that, there's rodeo bar- churger. Churger. There's barbecue chicken pizza. There's buffalo ranch pizza. Oh, so you still want I'm saying sauce? it's like the pizza concept. Yeah, you'd have barbecue as the base rather than the sauce with cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just cut like rodeo double, whatever it is, make it happen. Yes, KFC. Please. Oh, they're, I mean, they're working hard. They already did something. Now you're demanding more. It took eight yep. years. I know. Yeah. It took them eight years to bring this to America. I just think, I hope that KFC understands when you have something awesome worldwide, we will support it and celebrate it here in the United States. That's right. I'm looking at that Hawaiian one. No, I'm sorry. That looks pretty dang good to me. Oh, no, Mike. I like Hawaiian <laughs> I like Hawaiian pizza. pizza. I'm I'm just saying, I just yep. pretended not to like it. Yeah. Why would you but pretend to like it? I don't know. I just, I thought, yeah, everyone hates it. So I'll hate it too oh, right God, now. I'm, but I like the it. The thought of putting canned fruit and wet ham. Oh, yes. No, I've had plenty in my life. Canned fruit and wet ham on pizza should be outlawed i think if you get some good canadian bacon that's actually crispy and not wet no it doesn't have to be wet it's never going to be crispy it's going to be wet it just depends just on you, whether or not wet. they drain the pineapple well you and haven't then had it my hawaiian pizza <gasps> here we go Ooh. you haven't had mine no i want your hawaiian pizza okay that just sounds wrong <laughs> well i didn't mean it like a euphemism <laughs> i want your hawaiian pizza and I also would like to remind people of the Chicken fruit. Little. The Chicken Little sandwich is just perfect if you want to drive through and just get something real quick. It's a tiny sandwich. When we come back, Dawn's going to read from other fast food restaurant menus. <laughs> <laughs> right here on my top 107.1. Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. It's a marathon day for us. We are going to be on the air until 6 o'clock. We're filling in for LoJ because they won pickleball for Project Down and Dirty. And we're glad to do it. We're going to have a lot of fun with you guys. So stay tuned for the whole six hours. Okay. We got to talk about Oprah. She's been in the news lately and it's kind of confusing. Yeah. Well, we wanted to circle back on a conversation that was started on the air yesterday. Part of a, was there a blind item about it? Yep. Yeah. That's where it started. And then it sort of continued uh, after the show when we learned that Oprah had stepped back or has stepped back, actually has left her role on the board of Weight Watchers. And not only that, but sold off her interest in Weight Watchers. But there's other stories about Oprah and Weight Watchers that made us question, like, what's really going on here? Like, is there a story here? Do we need to uh, wrinkle our nose or raise an eyebrow? When we think about Oprah leaving Weight Watchers at a time that seems 
coincidentally or not, actually opportune for her and her relationship with Weight Watchers? Yeah. Here's what I'm saying. So we know that Oprah says goodbye to Weight Watchers. And the way it's being spun by the media is that she she did so after admitting that she used a weight loss drug to lose a bunch of weight. Now, I think in that narrative, it makes your reaction would be like, oh, Oprah took a weight loss drug. She can't represent Weight Watchers because Weight Watchers, they do points. I think that would be maybe how the tabloids are going to sell it. You know, there's only problem, one problem with that, and that's that Weight Watchers actually does weight loss medication now. Yeah. They have a whole, essentially Weight Watchers is in the business of delivering health care for people, and the way they do that is get, getting you to pay a membership fee, and then they give you access to doctors who will prescribe you weight loss drugs. So then I'm like, well, so it's not like there was a conflict right. with Oprah and her weight loss medication but then why would she suddenly depart Weight Watchers at a time when the thing she just publicly talked about that lost her a bunch of weight mm-hmm. is also the financial direction the company she owns a lot of stock in is also going, right? It seemed like the perfect moment. Like if you wanted anybody at the face of what Weight Watchers was doing, yeah. you would want Oprah because she's doing it. Now, I wonder if the only thing I can think of, because I I was... I didn't know if it was in response to her doing this that they also added it, but I'm pretty sure that it happened before that. So they were already doing this and helping people through this weight loss medication. Maybe the only thing I can think of is that she did it outside of their program. Like she on her own got her own doctor and did not go through the channels of the Weight Watchers experience and they she didn't tell them. Because I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but within the the reason why the board didn't want her on the board anymore is that she violated a contract she had with them. Well, yeah, there was... Um, like to not go outside of doing any other weight loss plans. Correct, yeah. Basically saying that uh, there was, according to some of the things we had, that there was actually part of the contract that said you have to stay within the weight loss program that is presented by... Weight Watchers, you can't go outside of that, and that's exactly what she did. Yeah, and I under like I understand that blind item, but that is like that conflicts with what the board themselves have said, which was in their 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 announcement. Now, look, blind items and statements coming from boards can be vastly mm-hmm. different things, yeah. right? One can imagine that the board is saying one thing and doing another, but let's listen to what the board said, which was. Oprah's decision was not the result, that is her decision to leave, was not the result of any disagreement with the company on any matter relating to the company's operations, policies, or practices. So they're saying this doesn't have to do with her violating anything. This doesn't have to do with her, you know, disagreeing with what we're doing. Okay. Now, that's what they're saying. But I still think there's a lot of questions because, again... Even if what you said was true, right? That is that she did like not Weight Watchers Ozempic, which or it's I don't know if it's Ozempic, whatever their drug is that they're using that they're prescribing to people. Don't you think like Oprah would know that there's going to be a Weight Watchers plan, and maybe she would just want to do their plan? Yeah, that's what's it's like. She's wh- on the board, right? It's that's why it's so confusing. It's like someone. It's like they because they didn't 
we didn't see her now doing commercials for Wagovi or Ozempic or whatever drug it was. It's not like she started a partnership yeah. with the medication or the pharmaceutical company to then promote that. It's just on her own. Maybe she stepped out of this. And I wonder if she would have ever talked about it if people wouldn't have asked her because there was a drastic difference in her appearance. And so then she finally just gave in and said, okay, I did a weight loss drug. Or if it was, it's just These are all, all good so questions. strange. All good questions, John. Mike? Uh, I think, and also maybe the timing. So this is interesting. I just did a couple of searches. Oprah Winfrey, the reveal where we first heard about her using a weight loss drug was on December 14th at 1021 in a People exclusive interview. That's when the article dropped. People exclusive oh. at 10.21 a.m. on December 14th. Okay. Let me read you the CNN headline. From 7.50 p.m. on Thursday, December 14th, Weight Watchers launches a new membership for Ozempic customers. <gasps> I think maybe it was in the works. She jumped the gun. She oh. said something she wasn't supposed to. They had to then panic and right. roll out what they had because one of their board members, somebody who owns 10% of them, admitted to doing something that they hadn't been a part of yet. So they had planned to, but she, yeah, I mean, even in the same day. So you're saying the same day that it's the exact same day. It's 12 hours or interesting. It's like 10 hours later. So like they, but then that would indicate that there was some sort of disagreement and because you don't amass, this is the thing that I I just keep coming back to is like, whatever the explanation is, Mm -hmm. I don't think Oprah made a dumb decision because I don't think Oprah makes dumb decisions. What I'm saying is if there's a story, it's probably a, Something that because you'd imagine that Oprah knew all of that would happen, right? Like she's not just going to willy nilly come out and say, I just did a thing knowing full well that Weight Watchers is going to like come after her or something. You, just, you know what I'm saying? It seems unlike her. Yeah. Yeah. Seems that's unlike really her, interesting. Given their reaction and that they posted that story or pushed that out immediately following the that same day like that interview control. came out, it felt like damage control yeah. to me. No, I get yeah, it. That makes totally. sense. Totally. Yeah. Um, Unless she was just like, I'm going first. Sure. You know, I don't know. I still think there are more questions than answers when it comes to this. What I am less inclined to believe, which is what I where I first, the direction I was first going is, like, is there some kind of financial something or other? Because is it like her leaving and selling, knowing that then that's going to tank this, like knowing she's selling off her stake in the company is going to send the, Stock price is plummeting, probably. Mm-hmm. Isn't that some kind of like, you know, insider something or other? Well, it turns <laughs> out she made sure that whatever benefit she gets from the sale of her ownership is going to be invested in charitable organizations. Yes. So I think the African American History Museum. Um, it's so like- she's making a very clear statement that, like, if I make any money off of this, which she will that money's going to go to charity. So she doesn't want to look like she's trying to um, make money off of that deal. Right. So that, that, would that, be... that does, you know, I think allay probably a lot of people's fear. It did yeah. drop 18% by end of day yesterday. It's back up 7% today. So 11% okay. is the drop right now. All right. Mike, thank you. Don, thank you. Listeners, thank you. When we come back, Don is going to tell us all about a very curious development on a show you might be watching called Love is Blind, right here on My Talk 1071.